Oh, we're going to look at the moon completely differently tonight. Oh, wonderful. Hi, I'm Andy, and this week I'm glad to say I've got a guest with me. And my guest is Emma, who is an optometrist and also a martial arts um, aficionado. That does make it sound very, very posh. My stereotypical view of martial arts is Bruce Lee films, or people who've got their hands registered as deadly weapons. And I guess that is hugely inaccurate. I may be a big disappointment for you then, Andy. No, I can't see that. <laughs> First of all, what, um, I was going to say what strand, I don't mean strand at all. How, how does one define martial art? What genre? <laughs> which which art is it? Yeah. Um, I've done two. I started doing kickboxing um, and doing it as a martial art rather than just like a gym class. Um, so proper martial arts, like, they did karate as well. So I started that when I was, I think about 15. Um, I was super, super shy. Um, I'd always wanted to do something, something outside of school. Wasn't wasn't a team sports, not not good at team sports. Don't don't throw a ball at me. Um so in a violent streak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, super, super quiet, super wouldn't hurt a fly. Um and they, we just got this flyer through of like build confidence. And um, so I went to it and loved it. Um, so did that for seven years. So I'm a second degree black belt in kickboxing. Um, but then, so that took me all the way through um, GCSEs and A-level. So massive stress relief. Um, got to know, like made loads of really good friends with it. So I've always been really good talking to adults more than my peers and that I think that actually really helped me being an optometrist really built up my confidence um took me through uni I did have to take gaps um whilst I was doing whilst I was at uni but I'd come back and train in the holidays um and then Anne took me all the way through my pre-reg year so I would sing all the way to work an hour's trip to work sing all the way to work do my days testing sing all the way home and then go to kickboxing and have to shout for every punch so I used to lose my voice quite quite a lot during those days um, but, people encouraged you then <laughs> shut me up um but really really um completely transformed me as a person um and then um about about a year into being um, fully qualified, I busted my shoulder um, and same same weekend happened to, to miss a step and went over on my ankle. So that was my that was my kickboxing career career done. Um, and then when I was doing my PhD, I was just talking to somebody about martial arts and they got me into jujitsu and I pretty much just went to shut them up. Um, I was like, oh, I, I, can't, I won't be able to do it with my shoulder, I'll, I'll go, keep you quiet and signed up that day I was just absolutely hooked because it didn't involve any punching um it was just it had oh it was just it was brilliant absolutely loved it so I've been doing that ever since for the uninformed which is me what actually is jujitsu what what does it involve what does it look like 
a lot of it is floor based so it's it's described as the martial art for small people so it's really good for women and um, so ev every woman should get into jiu-jitsu it is it's not violent um it's i almost think of it as um yoga the martial like um but with a lot of cardio involved but you don't realize you're doing cardio so um like tai chi is quite nice and chilled but then you've got jiu-jitsu where you're already on the ground it's very close contact with people so it's great for optometrists because we invade people's personal space all the time um so it's a hug uh, it's just it's just like hug wrestling it's great um, but it's very self-defense related. So you don't need strength that's all technique based and using your skeleton and frames um, and using the leverage of your skeleton to be able to protect yourself and get yourself out of danger. But then when, I, when you actually put it in, you're doing it, it's just really fun and it's just it's reacting to what your what your partner does rather than having a plan of I'm going to do this but you can't do that because it all depends on what your what the person is that you're you're training with what they do so it's all about responding to what the other person does I don't know if that made any sense how how much is is this part of your identity now how much are because you said you you've gone for someone who was very shy um wouldn't speak to anyone else to someone who in the best possible way is very confident and talks a lot um <laughs> and talks a lot of sense i will say that <laughs> but how much would, has has martial arts been responsible for that how much did they just unlock the inner the inner emma oh my. i from who i am now to who I was before martial arts, I'm completely unrecognizable. Um, I was, and, and when I say to people that I was shy, particularly to our students, and particularly our shy students, and I talk to them and I say, um, I, I, I'm super shy, I'm an introvert, completely an introvert, and I don't know how, <laughs> how that fits in with, with, with being a lecturer. Um, but it's enabled me to be able to build rapport with my patients to be able to stand up in front of a room of people to have the confidence to to build and um, to stand up in front of a room of people and, and teach them and um, but also it gives me a lot of awareness of other people so whether you are doing spinning back roundhouse kicks in a room of 50 people and avoiding hitting kicking each other in the head or personal space with each other when you're in a testing room or being aware of when students might be stressed it's all about just being aware of where you are but also how you fit in with everything that's going on around you and how you're impacting other people around you as well so so is it fair to say a large part of the discipline you, you said about reacting to other people is actually reading the body language reading the the unwritten signs and that has become the transferable skill or one of the transferable skills yes yeah definitely um, and like one of the things that we say with with it as a self-defense aspect is that uh, the biggest part of self-defense is avoiding situations so just being aware so when i'm when i'm out i'm in I'm anywhere i'm i'll be like okay well that that doesn't look like a sensible situation to be in but it also means ah oh, okay 
we're in a safe situation, but that person looks a little bit agitated, um, whether are they going to become angry or are they going to be upset? So it it's allowed me to use those skills and I can apply them whether I'm out, out walking the street, whether I'm in a classroom and um, and students are getting stressed about something or upset about something. And I can gauge those moments of, do you want to just pull yourself out of the situation for a minute? Um, and just to be able to take them take them somewhere safe and sit and quiet um, if they're emotional or if somebody doesn't feel safe looking at their body language of oh I'm not quite sure that I'm comfortable with my partner doing this in this situation so I guess I haven't really thought about applying it that way but yeah I guess it does does affect it does link in with a lot of things that we do whilst teaching and out in the street. Because one of the other things that, that seems to be associated with, again, broad martial arts as a, an uninformed outsider looks in, is that there always seems to be a spirituality associated with it. That is it an internalised spirituality of I'm actually more in touch with myself and therefore I reach out to the larger being of Gaia? I've... I've never had spirituality in my martial arts. I'm not a religious person. Um, and our martial arts have been very, they've, they've both been very different, the schools that I've been to, uh, with the kickboxing was very regimented. Um, and you, we had a set of, we had like a thing, a thing that we would say at the beginning of each session. Um, almost like a little mantra thing and and you you get I guess you get that community that you would get in a place of worship that sort of community that you'd have there it's not about what you're doing per se you're not you're we're there to do martial arts there to, to worship but it's about that community feel and the community feel with the jiu-jitsu has been very different much more relaxed um it's much less strict where where we're at with the with the jiu-jitsu um but I think I've, I've found much more spirituality when I'm doing yoga and I really connect in with my breathing with yoga. But with, with the jujitsu, I do. I think I always start the session because this is my favorite thing that my pre, my instructor in Sydney used to do is we, we start on the floor and we just connect with the ground because we spend so much time wrestling on the ground in jujitsu. I start there and you use it as your friend and it's just my favorite part of the class is just that two minutes where you just lie on the ground just connect with the floor and just check in with your body and that's been hugely um influential because I mean the students will know when I go around and I'm like look after your posture because I've been so affected by bad posture and it's really has affected um my career um that just that moment of looking in and going okay where where's a bit stiff today where's a bit sore today where do I need to just let go or where do I need to just be a little bit more mindful of or how am I feeling am I have I got all this energy and I'm just going to go for it and give it all today or has it been a really tough day and I just need to be a bit more gentle on myself today and where, where are we pacing it so that really helps me to inwardly reflect of okay what do I need from this this session today um and just to check in and and that, that can affect it when you're lecturing as well of okay it's nine o'clock in the morning I've got all this energy or gauging the room of okay they 
they're having a big day they've had a big week um there's all these other things going on they've got these exams coming up so to be able to match my energy to the energy of the room or to to complement that of okay I need to deliver more energy here because it's lacking in the room I need to lift theirs but but do I have enough energy to do that can I sustain my day if I give them that and that I think that's something that I wouldn't necessarily have thought of before of can I can I afford to expend all of that energy at this point to be able to give it to the rest of the room I thought it was really interesting you said about the actual being on the floor is is very grounding. Mm. Um, I, I for me I find being I I'm not a sailor or anything, but I, I I like spending time on the water because you are at ground level. Yeah, and it's that being at ground level I find grounding, which sounds a a silly thing to say, but it, it's getting back in touch. It is a grounding experience. Mm. And just, just stopping to to think about, just to take a moment to think about how, how you are. I mean, you, you can do it anyway. You can do it in the, in the chair chair that you're sat in. And just, just how, are you, how are you feeling? How is your body doing at this point in time? Um, am I really tense? Am I hunched over? Or how am I? And I mean, we're, we're on a third floor, so we're almost knackered by the time. And that's another reason that I really like that lying down bit, because I've already walked up three flights of stairs by the time I get there. Let's lie down for a moment. Um, but yeah, just to feel a grass in between my toes or sand in between my toes and just to feel connected to nature. Um, and like you are with the sea, just feels wonderful. Yeah. Just really takes you back. Like I, My favourite place to be is in a forest surrounded by really tall trees because I get a really nice feeling of insignificance because they've been there for hundreds of years and will hopefully be there for hundreds of years. And I'm this tiny little thing in this huge forest. And me being there doesn't impact that forest at all. So it just really helps me. Although if I'm stressed with stuff, it just really brings it down to how insignificant those worries are. Um, It just kind of takes it all away if it's okay just don't need to be worrying about those things because the same with the expanse of the ocean the amount just how big the ocean is just really helps to take you I I get the same with the stars when I look at the moon I think this is the same moon that the Egyptians looked at this is the same moon that the Romans looked at this is the same moon that my granddad looked at when he was a boy things like that that mindfulness had been in the moment but Mm -hmm. Almost recognising your insignificance without feeling insignificant. It's... Yeah. It makes you feel quite powerful. Like it's, it's a really powerful feeling, that, 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 in, that insignificance. But also puts you in, it connects you to something huge. So it connects you back down, mm. back to the earth, or back to the yeah. universe. I love that thought of, of, of the time. Like I my dad and I always look at the look at the stars like we we would we would look at the stars um and when I was in Australia and half away world away from my family my mum would be like it's okay we're looking at the same moon at different times of day I'm asleep when 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 you're looking at the moon like we've got the sunshine but it's still the same moon but I love that I love that thought of the the time expanse of it as well of everything that has come 
in the hundreds and thousands of years before it. Oh, oh I like that. <laughs> oh, we're going to look at the moon completely differently tonight. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I, I'm going to change the subject a little bit, go back to something we said earlier. Um, is, is the jiu-jitsu an observed sport? Is it something that other people watch you while you're doing it? Not not normally. There are jiu-jitsu competitions um, and people can go and observe those. Um, but we don't, it's not like every Saturday you go to jiu-jitsu and people, people sit there. It's not, we don't normally have, we don't really have spectators. Um, but as a, as a class, we, again, again it's all about how, how you are on the day. You can, we kind of call it rolling at the end or sparring so the martial arts will have, will have used. And um, so you have the taught aspect of it and then you just kind of train together and you have a go and you put together everything that you've learned and just have fun. Um, and we, we kind of quite take that in turns to, to, do that or to just sit and watch so some days I'm like oh I've I've had a big day I'm not <laughs> or I'm not, I'm not quite feeling it I, it's been a bit too soon after eating dinner before I before I go full out on this and you but you still learn a lot from watching each other so you can go and I, I really like balancing that between I'm going to spa today I'm going to roll today to I'm going to I'm going to watch because and I'm going to watch that person because they always catch me in this certain move and they don't really know how they're doing it. So I'm going to look at how they do it and you see what other people are doing and how they're doing moves and you learn so much from watching each other. So do you think one of the values you were saying about it, it taking you through school when you were um, doing kickboxing, do you think one of the values is that it, it taught you how to learn? It was learning how to learn in taking you away from that formal educational setting. Mm. Yeah, because I hadn't, I guess I hadn't really been in any, been learning anything that I realised I was learning outside of school. I mean, you're learning stuff at different, like through, like on a daily really, aren't you? But without martial arts, particularly with, with the, with the kickboxing, because um, jiu-jitsu is a very slow martial art to get grades um whereas with kickboxing every three months we were doing a grading so I knew that I was learning and there was a the grading was the point was the end point of that each of those learnings so we still had quite we had a lot of it was very structured in that way and you had to turn up minimum twice a week to be able to do those three monthly gradings um and it was it yes very different way of learning to what I was in school I was very academic which won't be a surprise to any, anybody that's listening um but um but yeah it's very different way very different way of learning very practical um whereas the the jiu-jitsu is much less structured with that you can turn you can turn up five times a week you can turn up once a week and it's very at everybody's pace and everybody grades it different times depending on how they are so it's much more a personal journey rather than going up with the rest of the group as it was when I did kickboxing. How much again going back to the the sparring and and, and the observing skills as well how much do you feel it it taught you about performance having said and I, I would say the same about myself I'm an introvert who no one believes um, but I'm very aware of 
my performance and, and analyzing my performance skills. Do you feel that that was an important learning thing? Yes, I'm just I'm just trying to compare compare the two because they've been so different. I I didn't really have to think so much about how I was performing when it was really structured because I was we had that structure in place. We had that if you attend twice a week and you're you had a lot of other people at the same it was very clear expectations of what you needed to do to achieve the next thing and you had your the set the group of people that were doing the same thing as you and that group of people become much smaller as the higher up you went because people less people would would get to those to those ranks um whereas now I feel watching each other is so much more influential on my learning because we are all at completely different levels and the expectations of are just not as obvious because it's all about keeping each other safe and a lot of it's about attitude um, and you can be the strongest person and you can win every every fight or every round but if that's just because you've got really big muscles and you're fighting people that are much weaker than you you're not actually good at the martial art you're just strong whereas you could be keeping each other safe and still lose every fight, but be very safe and very technical and progress much quicker because you've got the technique there. So it's, it's, I'm finding it very different and it's a very different way, but it takes the competition out of it. I was very competitive because I was used to getting high grades. Um, so I was very competitive and it's really reduced that because it's made it much more of a personal journey. Is and been liberating? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it takes it into the different parts of your life as well. To just have that takes a huge pressure off because you're not comparing yourself to each other. And of course, at times you do. You do go back and compare yourself to other people. But everybody, it just makes you realise how different everybody is. So if we all have a different style of jujitsu, different style of training, um, and there are different key moves that we like to do, it just shows you how different everybody is in other all walks of life and just appreciate those. And it is such... Um, like the media and and the, the world that we're in, it is very comparative and very competitive. And you're always, we're, all, we're almost taught to put ourselves down because we're not as good as other people or, oh, we're better than them because. But to actually look at it and look at everybody's strengths rather than looking at their weaknesses of, ah, okay, if I'm training with this person, I've got to make sure that I really protect my arms because they're amazing at getting all these arm locks and arm bars. So I've got to make sure that I work on that. Um, or, oh, I'm really been struggling on this move and they kept catching me in this and I ask them about it. And to actually ask somebody, go, okay, you did awesome in that, but you shouldn't, I shouldn't be able to, I shouldn't be letting you get that. So what is it that I'm doing? And it really makes you humble because you've to progress. You've got to tell and own up to your weaknesses to the other person and go, okay, I'm not good at this. 
and and help each other out and then and you won't you won't get it you won't, but then you go oh my god yes yes okay I was uh, they they still beat me but I was so much better at this part today because I've worked on it so it's those different those different victories it's not about winning the whole thing but winning those those small improvements um and and to say to, say to each other of oh, that's so much better this week I could or I couldn't you're doing this really well neither of us have have been able to 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 win or because we're really equally matched we're really good at stopping each stopping those things and protecting ourselves and that was really good I felt safe and those are my favorite roles is when I went we could just that was a really nice pace I felt completely safe and if I can come out of something I can go I felt completely safe in that they can beat me 10 times but I know that my arms are safe and that if they've got me around the neck I'm completely safe those those feelings of just completely putting yourself into somebody else's control and power but knowing that you are completely safe in that and that as soon as you so we do tap so as soon as you tap they stop immediately um and just to have that that trust in each other is huge because you you do become very I'm very I can, I, I can, I can be very independent um, and it, you almost, particularly with COVID, when you're isolated from people, you become very dependent on yourself. And this, this is my bubble. But to to just put that trust in other people, um, it's just yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> Warm and cuddly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just hug each other. That's all it is. If if you want a sport where you hug each other. And learns the cool moves at the same time. Jiu-jitsu is, jiu-jitsu is the place to be. <laughs> that sounds like an excellent place to finish things. Well, thank you very much, Emma. That has been absolutely brilliant. Thanks, <laughs> Andy. Is there anything you'd like to share just before we finish? Um, just a just a plug, really. Um, my um, jiu-jitsu is an absolutely amazing sport, and it is huge for self-defense so um i know that some students were a little bit um nervous about being in a new city or a different city so um i teach a women's class um so if you want to um check out artemis bjj and um, that's brazilian jiu-jitsu um you can do free trials um and yeah just just give it give it a go and if the glow on emma's face when she's talking about it is any recommendation do it 